Hello, this is Liz and Joe from Equa Coaching, and this is podcast 14 called Joe. Not called Joe. It's not called but... Joe. <laughs> it's called. Joe wishes it was called Joe, but no. No, I what don't. Is it called? Uh, it's called In These Challenging Times What is Coaching and How Can It Help? Right. So basically, the idea of this is well, we should probably explain why we haven't been around. We haven't been around. Well, we have been around. We have been here. We just haven't done a podcast for a couple of months. No. And there is a reason. We've been very busy. Yeah, um, we've been busy doing things behind the scenes. And obviously, with everything going on in the world, um, that's the dog. <laughs> uh, one of the dogs. Uh, with everything going on in the world, uh, we've been busy just reassessing and doing different things to try and help ourselves and, and help others. But we are back. And yeah, uh, I mean, what you'll find out about the exciting things is that there's a magazine thing that's going on, which is good, and you'll find out about that later. And then we'll talk about our new book club at the end of. Oh my god, the, the dog is snoring. He's so snoring. Much. We probably have to, right. Should I wake him up? No, don't worry. Leave him be. Okay. Carry on. Um, we'll talk about the book club later on in the podcast, which is very exciting. Yep. But we thought this week, we were, kind of, we were looking at what was going on, obviously, in the world at the moment and the, the craziness that we're all having to deal with at the minute. And we thought, what would be a useful podcast? The last podcast, the technique, was really, really popular. Probably our most popular podcast that we've had because, um, obviously, people found the technique useful and found techniques useful mm. during um, the times that are going on at the moment. So um, we thought how can we make this a more useful podcast in terms of uh, practical well also in terms of uh, whether you're uh, an old hand at uh, listening to our podcasts and the sounds of our voices or whether you're new to uh, the Echo coaching podcast uh, it's just to, to give a little bit more understanding uh, to what we do really and how we help people oh, good i could do with this what do we do <laughs> <laughs> and for many of you who do listen to our podcast you might not have had sessions or come to any of our workshops or or any of the thing other things that we do so uh, it was it was a decision to sort of for us to explain to you the listeners uh in terms of a bit more about what we do as life coaches and how we help people yeah there was a reason for this actually i bumped into an old client not literally bumped obviously socially distanced bump into a um, elbows bump elbows bump into an old client and uh, we had a really interesting discussion because he was saying that um uh, actually, uh, not that I want to blow my own trumpet. He was saying how helpful it had been, but how he wouldn't. <laughs> oh, sorry, me, my very large head. Did I hear a trumpet blowing <laughs> somewhere in the background? No, it's the dogs. Dogs noise. Um, but no, he was saying how helpful it, the sessions have been mm. um, to move him on at that particular time in his life. But what he was saying to me was, had he not been recommended by a friend he wouldn't have necessarily sought out a life coach to help him mm -hmm. because he didn't know what we do. Mm -hmm. and he's Or what life coaches do in yeah, general. Yeah, and he said it's still, you know, he, he, although he had the sessions with me and he can explain how I helped him, it was with a, a work um, change. He, just, he wanted to change and he needed some help uh, deciding on whether to make the change or not, which he did make and, and it was definitely the right move. Um, but he, he he didn't know and he said actually still doesn't actually know what life coaches do apart from the thing that I helped him with. So I thought, well, that's really interesting and mildly worrying. Um, 
um, because there's a lot of confusion about what life coaches. I don't actually like the t- phrase life coach. I hate it. In fact, I call we we call ourselves performance and life coaches because I feel that often you're helping people with uh, confidence and their performance. I mean, obviously we work in media, so we do deal with um, performance coaching in terms of um, helping people with public speaking and dealing with um, workplace issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also confidence is about performance. I mean, let, let's face it, every but day... But confidence in life, in your decision making... I was going to say, every day is, yeah. is a performance, yeah. really. Yeah, we're all, um, we're we're all going, we're going down a different rabbit extent. hole there. Yeah. But um, Well, that's another podcast. <laughs> yes. But let's say, uh, sadly, we have to say life coaching. But um, there's lots of different life coaches and there's lots of elements of life coaching that I don't like, actually. And, and we, in particular, do transformative life coaching, which isn't a very sort of goal a lot of the yeah a lot of yeah. the business coaching is goal orientated and I don't well, there's really nothing like that. wrong with that but it's just not what we no, do no it's not how we work we work with a place where you we want you to get to a position where you're you can cope with life yourself and well for us it's very much we we often use the term of working from the inside out rather yeah. than from the outside in yes if you if you work from the inside out the, the changes that you decide to make can be much more permanent than if you make changes on the outside and make no changes on the inside those changes tend to be much more temporary yes and we're not there to solve your problems we're there to help you solve the problems yourself so we put you and in a position you. yeah. where you are able to solve your own problems yeah correct yeah i would say that um uh, the, the process of of coaching somebody um it means that as a coach you take whoever you are coaching your client um you take their current starting point where they are where they feel they are the things that they're telling you the things that they feel that they want to change you take that as as an acceptable uh neutral ground you don't uh, quite often if you're going in and I don't want to go too much into the comparison between therapy and coaching but you know with therapy you would go back into the past and look at why you've got to where you've got to uh, for us as coaches uh, we don't tend to go too much into the past although we do do elements of that and I said do do there um <laughs> It's such a uh, child. I know. Uh, it's one of my favourite things. Uh, but well, uh, I do, it's, do it's yeah, your favourite thing. No, anyway, uh, but it's very much about working from now and moving you forward. forward yeah. um, so whatever it is that a client comes to you and says that they want to make changes with or they want help with, um, you accept that. You accept what it is they're saying and you work from that as opposed to trying to break down as to why they say those things from the past, etc., etc. Um, but then you also, uh, as coaches and with the tools that we have and how we understand things, quite often people say things that they want to make changes in or they don't like about themselves or things that they they want help with. And actually underneath that, there's something else going on yeah and that's for us as coaches to try and decipher and work out and then help you to understand as well so that eventually you can move forward and have an understanding of that yourself yes no that's very good but actually you've jumped a little bit forward have i yes typical um (laughs) so so i thought it might be quite interesting to have a have a little look at what we might do in a first session or let's start even earlier than that mm. why give some examples of why you might come to see a life coach you're looking at me really alarmed now because we didn't have... why 
would somebody come and see a life coach? Yeah. I think if they are maybe at a crossroads in their life, um, if they want to make changes at work, if they want to make changes at home, if they're in an unhappy relationship, if if they're finding themselves stuck in a rut and they want to you know take a different path but they don't know how to do that okay give, give me obviously with client uh, confidentiality yeah give me the last two reasons people came to see you okay well one was because uh, they had been in the same job for over 20 years and they they wanted to leave but they didn't know how to um and uh the other was a a person who had been given a, a career opportunity these both are career based uh, right uh, uh had been given a career opportunity but was very nervous about whether or not they felt they could do that job uh if they had the confidence and the knowledge uh to be able to succeed and do that or whether they would you know might end up looking a bit silly Okay, and I had someone come to see me, which was specifically about weight mm. recently, and um, but they also were doing uh, they they were they were having a big career change as well. But I, so I think sometimes people will look at everything at the same time, and they suddenly want to make everything right. Yeah. So, but but that person was coming to me about specifically about weight. Um, so I. I'm, I'm always very aware that in the UK we tend to have specific reasons we come to see people whereas in, I think in America they're more able to um, look at the bigger picture let's say yeah, they'll come and say I want to change my life yeah. I'm not happy with my life and I want to change it and they'll they'll explore that with you well I right? think it's also a little bit like you know they have therapists and they have coaches and they're, all, they're, they're very, ongoing yeah they're they? very comfortable with yes. it aren't they yeah. whereas in the UK we have a problem. I'm comfortable coming to speak to you about my problem, but I'm not comfortable coming to say to you, I'm not happy with my life. Yeah. It's so much bigger and I'm a bit scared to go down that. And also, here's my problem. Help me solve it. Yes. So so we have a specific problem. And so um, earlier today when we were prepping, mm-hmm. uh, we, we came up with a, a pretend coaching scenario, didn't we? Mm-hmm. To, to basically have a look at what you might do in a coaching session with that person, in, when the person first comes to see you, to give you an idea of what might happen in a, in a first coaching session. Yeah, to give you an idea okay. of what it is. Now, when do. I brought up the weight issue a minute ago, what I was going to say was that the person came to me about weight, but actually what we resolved was much bigger than that. Yeah. Um, it wasn't really to do with the weight. And that's what was going back to what I said earlier about sometimes people, somebody comes to you about a specific thing, but actually yes. it's about so much more than that that yes. they don't even realise. Yeah, exactly. So, so an example is, so the example that we gave for this first, for this, for this coaching session that we're going to example now, if somebody was coming to us uh, for the first time um, and we would or, or normally we'd, we'd have spoken to them on the on the phone or or had a chat with them before they have their first session right yeah we always we would always have a phone conversation with a, a, a possible client first for a good sort of 15 20 minutes to yeah to, does, which to, doesn't cost any money just to establish whether yeah it's... but it's also to to work out whether we can have a, a relationship and a rapport between each other because just because somebody needs some help it doesn't mean that 
I or Liz are the right person for that. You, you, you know, you, you get on better with certain people and you need to have a little bit of rapport with your coach. Yeah, and coaching needs you. to be the right thing exactly. for that particular yeah. issue. So, so the example I thought of was somebody was having a problem with someone at work, a conflict with someone at work, something that we can all relate to, I think. And it was causing them so much discord that they were struggling to even go into work um so it's affecting the quality of their work and it was affecting their relationships with their other colleagues and it was really causing them anxiety um so they wanted to come to see and have a coaching session to help work out what they can do about that because they were really feeling low about it okay so that's the presenting problem Mm -hmm. now obviously when you have a first session uh what will you do you're then uh, what would you do because we do we people operate in different ways so your your person is coming to see you and what would you first establish with them well i'd establish what it is they want help with what what it is that they are asking for help with um and a little bit of background as to who they are and uh the circumstances that they find themselves in and um and then get them to explain their situation uh and also when you're asking a client to explain their situation you're doing several things as a coach you're listening to the words that they're saying you're if you're face to face with them you're watching their body and their body language you're also watching what their face does you're also listening out for all the things that they're not saying um within the things but that don't they're be telling afraid. you. Um, and quite often... <laughs> it sound like FBI agents. <laughs> but quite often it's uh, it's those things that help you work out, you know, because quite often they've been telling themselves this story over and over again about, you know, the problem that they have with somebody at work and how it's created this within them and their anxiety is higher and their 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 work efforts are not as great and etc and you you tell yourself the same story over and over again and then you come and see a coach and you tell that story again and again you get into a habit of of this story and quite often the story that you're telling is not actually the true story because you've been telling this story so much it's removed itself from what actually has been going on yeah so as a coach it's my job to try and work out how much of that is fact and how much of it is your interpretation of that and often that interpretation is the area where you can start to see other things that are going on behind that circumstance behind that situation yeah um, which are helping to cause an an example of that is um that the chances are let's say that if you're having a problem with your colleague an underlying issue probably is to do with confidence mm-hmm. it's probably to do with your confidence so we'll we'll then work with you to, to get to the bottom of where the confidence problem is mm-hmm. and the idea is obviously we'll then obviously work within what we do using the techniques that we use to get you to a position where you're more confident which will put you in a position where you're able to deal with that conflict much more easily yeah or in, in fact you might even get to a position where the conflict doesn't matter anymore Exactly, and I think it's that thing of understanding uh, the tools that we would have in sessions which enable you to build your confidence, which then helps you to see that actually, as you've just said, 
the the conflict you're having with the person at work is not relevant anymore it doesn't matter anymore because you've what you've done perspective on it you've put a different perspective on it and you've built your own confidence enough that that person and what they're saying and doing which was hurting and upsetting you before no longer does that no because your confidence is strong and high enough that it it doesn't have that same impact anymore you're able to understand that you know maybe that person's saying him saying those things because their own uh self-confidence is low because they've got their own issues yes and, and they're also, trying to deflect that on you and yeah. you you might have in the beginning not been able to understand that because you've always seen it as a problem with you when actually when you start to build your own confidence you can then look back and reflect that actually maybe that person also has their own issues going on so you can start to see things from a different viewpoint as opposed to being stuck in that same habit of storytelling that you've been doing for quite some time when you start to suddenly open your eyes and see the situation from a different viewpoint it also can then help build your confidence as well i think also you know you changed your perspective on it and you change more importantly you change your response to it because you can't what you realize is you can't change that person no you can just change how you respond how you feel that's where the control is the control is you can't stop that person from doing whatever it is they're doing to you but you can stop how you are affected by it yes and that's where the control is and so within the the sessions that we would have it's about having that understanding and teaching that client to be able to understand that it's not actually about that specific situation it's about how you deal with that situation amongst others and gaining that control back which allows you to have a different perspective on that situation deal with it differently and move on and it also then allows you that when you other have when you have other situations like that you can also deal with them better as well yeah absolutely and i've got to stop saying absolutely, absolutely. stop saying absolutely <laughs> and absolutely it's absolutely it. imperative that you absolutely stop saying absolutely Thank you. that's really going to help that absolutely um, one of the things that I, <laughs> things that I, I um, was thinking about going solo. No, uh, one of the things that I w- like to do in beginning sessions, and I always think this is very important. It has to do with what you were just saying. Is um, I begin with letting go. Doesn't matter what you've come to see me about. I begin with letting go because hel- helping you to let go of preconceived stories, yep. ideas. Um, perceptions, uh, habits, and and really try to begin at a place where you're ready to um, begin to change how you think and feel about things, which I think is a massively important thing in coaching. Um, is is part of it is about changing your perspectives. So I, I quite often in a first session will do a lot of stuff to do with letting go, before we even begin to then make the changes. Yeah, and I think that comes from actually us as coaches asking questions to clients that they've possibly never been asked before. Uh, and when you're asked that question, you know, whatever that may be, uh, sometimes you can surprise yourself with what the answer is. And what that does is it, it goes back to that storytelling thing is of in terms of you've told yourself that same story over and over again and you're holding on so tight. When someone asks you a, diff- a question, and you surprise yourself with the response to that question, it can change the narrative of the story that you've been telling. And once you can let go of that narrative and move on, uh, it opens up a whole new perspective of how you can uh, take control back. 
So that's a, maybe a little taster of what might happen in a coaching session mm-hmm. on the, uh, the first coaching session. Um, obviously, there's lots of different variations of that. And it's very much about how the person comes to see you and then you will try and gauge what's actually really going on in order to help them. But generally, it is about getting them to a place where they can help themselves, where they're strong and confident to help themselves. And they're using their own tools that they already have inside them, their resources and tools, and, and showing them how to do that. Yeah, it's, it's about uh, we, we're only guides to help uh, a client a client already has all the t- tools that they need they just don't necessarily realize it um, and you know that's why a coach and coaching is very about much about uh, being in the now and moving forward as opposed to looking back too much um, and when someone comes to you in an initial session and moving forward it's us guiding them to realize that everything they need they already have and it's about unlocking that yeah uh, yeah and he said absolutely but i'm not going to do that no no yes that's definitely right joe um also i think um it's quite frustrating sometimes when and maybe this is a male female thing because quite often your clients that you get the female will come to you before things have got particularly bad whereas men will always come to you when it's hit rock bottom or you know the problem is a massive problem and i just think i mean i personally my viewpoint and obviously i would think this is um I think everyone benefits from coaching. I mean, probably anything, everyone benefits from therapy. You know, there is a, a a thought process that if you're constantly trying to better yourself or open up or see things from different perspectives, um, engage your brain in a different way, then uh, you will get the most out of life and experiences. And I think coaching helps you do that. Yeah, I think it's about, it's almost, people can have almost coaching sessions with people that they've never met before. If you just get into a conversation with someone and you start asking questions or someone asks you a question that you've never been asked before, it takes you on a different path. It changes your mindset slightly. And that, in, in a nutshell, is effectively what we do in coaching. We're asking questions to help change your mindset and give you different perspectives because we all get very much into habits and uh, if we can ask a different question that changes those habits, then that can only be a good thing. Yeah, and it's obviously we use techniques like NLP and hypnotherapy. It, it always makes me laugh because people always come and go, right, I want to have a hypnotherapy session to solve this. Mm. And you're like, okay, but maybe, um, you know... Just y- talking about you- <laughs> it. <laughs> well, also, it's not a magic wand. Yeah. Uh, people always think hypnotherapy is a, a magic wand that y- they don't have to do anything themselves. It's a lovely wand, though. <laughs> It is a lovely one, yeah. um, but they don't have to do anything themselves. Yeah, and and that's absolutely not. Yeah, true. and I think it's really important for people to understand that we are not miracle workers. We can't. Solve, I am actually. We uh, <laughs> we we can't solve your problems for you. We are guides to help you solve your problems, your own right? problems. and your own yeah, problems exactly. yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, you have to put the work in. You know, yeah, yeah if, you're, if you're not, if you're not, and that's another thing, don't, you know, I, that's why we always have the phone conversation, because if somebody is not ready to actually make that change, yeah. we won't take them on as a client, no. because there's no point, we no. don't want to waste their money and our time, yeah. and we're very, we're quite choosy about you our, have to um, want to our clientele, we want to help people, yeah. we want, people have to be what they call a threshold 
to ready they have to be ready yeah to make change that's too technical threshold it does sound a bit but basically threshold is when you're you're yes yeah, you're ready to make that change not oh I, you know i think I, I quite like to do it oh i want to give up smoking or i want to lose oh and, and but they want you to do all the work that's mm. why actually it always is an alarm bell when someone says i want you to do hypnotherapy to stop me smoking to stop me um being less confident mm. and you're like well it doesn't do that it, hypnotherapy can help you um, in yourself become more confident but you have to put the work in absolutely you have to be ready to, to put that work in and make those changes yeah so I think that's probably enough for today um, just a few things a few um, admin things to talk about we're launching our book club um, which I th- I'm really excited about um, we've uh, launched a sort of publishing arm of our company and we've put it on Facebook and, and uh, Twitter and Instagram uh, but there is actually a competition going out at the moment so yeah, the company's called just so you let people know Liz otherwise you don't know <laughs> it's called Balance Books Publishing so um, it's the publishing arm of Equa Coaching where um, Liz's book we've uh, she wrote Who Am I has come through that and so will future books but we'll also have a book club on the website uh, and on social media that we're talking about various types of books uh, that we like and recommend fiction books self-help books uh, all different types of you know yeah i like this at the moment because i think people need inspiration and we so we've got um i think about eight books on there at the moment that we recommend that are great books to read yeah um and we are launching the book club so if you so basically if you go to the website and sign up to the newsletter the newsletter is basically the book club uh, and we, we won't spam you with loads of stuff you'll just get uh, the new book review of the, of an interesting book that we've that we've like we've, we've read this month and we like yep opening people's perspectives so this the book of the month the book of the month this month is actually the Giles Paley Phillips one that I couldn't remember the name of last time that I just finished reading but it's called um, 152 <laughs> 152 days. I'm so sorry, Giles. I've read it. I've days. actually read it, and I really liked it. But for some reason, I can't days. remember. 152 days. 152 days. Yeah. So that's the book. The book of the month. Um, but we've got, as I say, eight. I think about eight books on there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and they're great. But all of the books are great. Uh, and we are launching it with a competition to win all of those books. It's competition time, folks. <laughs> All you have to do is sign up to Answer the this question. No, no you don't. No question. You no. just have to sign up to the newsletter and then we'll pick at random and Answers on a postcard. Oh, shut up. Honestly. Sorry, go on. <laughs> yeah, you just have to sign up to the newsletter and you could be in with a chance of winning those, I think it's eight books, isn't it, um, that we've currently reviewed and are on the book club at the moment. Uh, and yeah. there's some really exceptional uh, books on there all different types of, of yeah. books not all self-help books but just some really well, inspiring all, stuff yeah, they're all on inspiring there, books uh, including uh, Liz's very own Who Am oh, I who put that on there uh, no idea it just Shocking. managed to creep in that will be a signed copy that one yeah or um, scribble <laughs> that's what Liz's much. signature looks like anyway so and then and then you can reach us on all the usual places Equa Coaching on Twitter Facebook and go to our website which is www.com www.equacoaching.com or and there's a link to balance books on that website absolutely <laughs> so anyway have a great month and uh, we look forward to speaking to you next month where i think we're going to do some stuff about self-hypnosis and maybe give a technique next month yeah anyway have a great month see you soon bye take care bye for now bye